Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. B. Mitch Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Not going to waste any time on a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. We have the governor of Maryland joining us now, Mr. Westmore. Gov! Gov! How you holding up, man? Oh man, this this has been such a week of ups and downs, man. It's been it's been always it started off it started off tough with our Ravens loss. That was that was painful, but uh, but the news about the Orioles is just giving us life. So so it's uh it's been it's been it's been a good week. It's been All a good right. week. I listen. Yeah. I'm an O's fan. B knows it. I I pick and choose. I'm an O's fan and I'm a Nats fan. Sue me. Um, I grew up with the Orioles. I'm so excited, and I'm going to say some stuff that you can't say. I cannot wait to get the Angelos family the hell away from the organization. Um, but tell me, tell me the good news here. Like, what is this? Are they going to spend some money on the team? Does this help the partnership you've created to keep them in Baltimore and all of that? Um, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, let us know 100%. like your viewpoint. This is so, so, I mean, everything that we, that we've been negotiating and hope for, for the little of the past year, where I said, you know, we're going to be good stewards of taxpayer dollars. We have to create winners on and off the field and we have to keep the Orioles here long-term. The, the, the beautiful thing is all of that has come to fruition. The Orioles are here. They are locked in for decades. This is, this is going to be Maryland's baseball team uh, for decades to come. And the beauty of, uh, of what was done is that's regardless of who the ownership group was. No matter who the owners are, the thing that we knew is that these are the Baltimore Orioles. They will never be the Nashville Orioles. They will never be the Toledo Orioles. They're the Baltimore Orioles. And so it was important to make sure that we got that deal done, and we're really proud to have gotten it done. But the thing that I also just love is, you know, I love people who are focused on winning. And I think what we're seeing here uh, with, uh, with, this new, with this new leadership group, uh, and I think, again, whether you're talking about you know, Baltimore native, uh, David Rubenstein, whether you're talking about you know, the Iron Man, Cal Ripken, uh, Grand Hill, uh, Mayor Schmoke, um, this is a great leadership group who understands that, listen, you got to win. You need yeah. to be able to invest properly to keep the talent here, and you need to make sure that the winners are not just going to be on the field, but they're going to be off the field as well in terms of the businesses that are going to be supported and how you can revitalize downtown and downtown corridor. So, I mean, everything is completely falling into place in a beautiful way, and I am so excited. The pitchers and catches report in a couple of weeks, uh, opening day is, uh, is, uh, is around 50 days away, and we're, uh, and we're feeling really good about what this season's going to bring for the Orioles and what this is going to bring for, uh, for Baltimore and beyond. When you get a chance to relax, man? <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you got him in, what, a 30-year uh, lease? 
That's it. You came back. You got, now you're being sold to, to a group that wants to stay there. You added right. stuff to the. Uh, yeah, this group to, is no joke. This race. group I, is like the Josh Harris. Group. I know. And then he's all. No, you're also crazy. working on trying to get the commanders. There. When do you rest? Listen, listen. Winners win, man. This is what we do. It's a hurry up offense. It's a hurry up offense. But we're excited because I mean the the momentum that we're seeing around this stuff is real. And and I and I want people to know that you know I, I there's a, there is a value and a real value that sports does play to all this. And it's it's not just it's not just economic, right? It's not just what what having the commanders in Prince George's County or having having the Orioles and the Ravens in Baltimore or what's happening right now with uh, with with Pimlico and horse racing. It's not just the economic value that is going to drive to the area. It's a psychological value that it brings to the area. When you have winning franchises, when you have winning cultures, winning begets winning. And so I think the things that we're going to continue to see is as we can continue to produce and having just real world-class organizations that are, that are located in our jurisdictions, it also spurns a whole bunch of development and a whole bunch of uh, just, you know, just, just growth that we're going to rely on and I think is going to be the hallmark of what we're trying to get done right now. Talking with Maryland Governor Wes Moore, um, obviously exciting stuff for the O's, especially considering how much young talent they have and they've got, you know, ideally people that can will keep that young talent around. Also, I don't know if you saw this, uh, the Orioles announced a new partnership with Lido Pizza, which is incredibly exciting to me. Um, but, winners. Yeah, winners. winners, man. But <laughs> let's – I, I, I want your opinion on Dan Quinn, but I do – we got to ask – and I know how you feel about the commanders. You root for them. The Ravens are home. Yep. All right. Yep. This kind of felt like the year. Do you, do you wonder, do you worry a window may be closing, things may be changing? For, for, for the Ravens? For the Ravens, yeah. Absolutely not. And, it'd be, and, and here's why. I mean, we, we have our, our quarterback, uh, the leader of our team, is in his sixth year of, of, of playing in the NFL. He just he's going to capture his second MVP in six years, uh, you know, and this is this is when the whole debate about Lamar Jackson, sign him, resign him. I thought it was such a ridiculous debate. I'm like, I'm like, who are we kidding to, to win to win the championship to, to really be a legit NFL team? What's the thing that all of them have in common? Every single one of them have a have a star quarterback. They've got someone under their belt, someone under center who can help to lead them. Right. And, and we had, we had Lamar, Lamar Jackson, who is not only young, but a proven winner, a proven MVP, and someone who's the most electrifying, electrifying player in the, in the NFL. And, and, he, and we were talking about, oh, you just let him go? I mean, who, who are you kidding? So we did the right thing by making sure that you sign Lamar Jackson. This is still a very young team. We, pretend, we have a person who is going to potentially be the offensive rookie of the year in Zay Flowers, uh, down a wide receiver. You have a great young core. Uh, on defense, you have Roquan Smith, you have Kyle Hamilton, who's still a young guy, and who is literally, I think he's, he's this generation's Ed Reed. I mean, the guy flies around the field, and you literally have to put together offensive schemes that have to understand where is Kyle Hamilton on the field. So this is a great young team uh, with a great core that has a history of drafting well. So I, I don't think the window is closed on, on the Ravens at all. In fact, if anything, I think the Ravens have continued to put the ASD on notice that they're not going anywhere. Here's my I don't want to upset you. You're a very powerful man. <laughs> Do you have any? Lamar's great. The Ravens are loaded. They draft well. All of the things you said. Yeah. Do you have any fear that this becomes like an MJ, Barkley, Ewing? You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. Like if you're just in a bad, you're in a bad era. Yeah. Right? Like you're in Mahomes the Mahomes might era. be the dude. Yeah. And the same thing the folks had to deal with when it came to, you know, Tom Brady, right. you know, before where it's like, listen, you just happened to play in the Brady era. I know. And, and listen, I mean, to, to, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. And the thing that the NFL has just not figured out how to do is how to beat Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and so until someone is able to knock them down, you have, they are, they are, they are, they're, they're the ones, right? And so I do think that people have to take notice of that. I do think that, that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl again, and Patrick Mahomes' name will be in the same category as the Bradys and all of them of the world. Um, I also do know, though, if I'm thinking about and I'm looking at teams, who has the potential? of actually knocking these Chiefs off, the top name, the top team that comes to my mind is the Baltimore Ravens because I think our Ravens are really loaded. I think they are stacked. I think they're coached well. I think, I think the Ravens have all the ingredients. And, and also, here's the other thing. Even if you look at that last game, uh, there was only one team that could beat the Ravens, and that was the Ravens. And, and we made some crucial, crucial errors. During that game, I think our, 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 our scheme was not the right scheme going in against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think you had a couple just dumb mistakes like the taunting, like the, you know, the taunting call that happened against Dave Flowers, the fumble that everyone remembers on the one-yard line, um, not getting the pass interference call, but you threw the ball in triple coverage. So there's a couple of dumb mistakes that if you take those away, the Ravens win that game. So I think the Ravens are right there. I think the Ravens will continue to be right there. But, JP, no, you're absolutely right, man. I mean, like – in order to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. And you, we got to figure out a way to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, it was. The game plan didn't seem very Raveny. They didn't run the ball much. And then Lamar wasn't very good. Like, I, I wouldn't expect yeah. those things to happen again. Um, yeah. Let's, let's zoom out a little bit. Um, obviously, Washington lived through it here, but Baltimore loses Mike McDonald, that really impressive young D coordinator. You guys have lost coaches before. How big yeah. of a deal is that one? He's a, he's a big one. I mean, because I, I think he is – so first, I, I think he is a world-class talent, uh, and I think he has the respect of the locker room. And, and to be honest, you know, this dude, he was going to be a head coach sooner rather than later. You know, I don't know how long, how long we're going to be blessed to keep Harbaugh, but he was a person who I know a lot of folks are like, listen, whenever Harbaugh decides to, to move on, we might be able to promote, to promote from, from within with him because he's, he's that talented. So, I mean, congratulations to him. Um, but I think that Harbaugh also specializes in not just his players but in his coaches. It's, it's next man up. It's like once someone goes down, all right, next man up. And so I think we're going to be able to do the same thing and to be just fine. But, but don't get me wrong. I mean, McDonald is a real talent, and, yeah. uh, and he is going to be missed. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, Getting back to what happened with Washington. They mm. they swung on Ben Johnson. I've heard a lot of different things. It didn't work out, period. Then yeah. they try for McDonald. He's already on his way to Seattle. They land with Dan Quinn. What do you make mm. of the commander's Dan Quinn hire? <laughs> uh I mean, listen, I have I have a lot of confidence in uh in in, in Adam Peters. Uh, and this and this new general manager, I think that was I think that was actually was a really good and a really smart pickup. Um, I think the new ownership group is committed to winning, and I think they are continuing to show ways on that. I mean, I, I'm I, I'm I'm uh, I'm not convinced on Dan Quinn. I think you know the the thing that we know is this is that the Commanders, uh, you know, allowed more points uh, than any other team in the NFL last season, 
And if you look at the opposite side, you know, the, the Cowboys, I, I think, had like the, the fifth fewest or the sixth fewest um, points. And so you've got to give Dan Quinn some credit on that, 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 uh, that there were some schemes that were working on Dallas, and Dallas actually had a, had a, had a decent defensive team, even though that last game, I don't know what in the world happened uh, against the Packers. Um, but if you want to, if you want to bring someone in who understands that, I think that Quinn is a good option. I think there's a whole lot on the offensive side that still, that still is a massive hole. And I think the offense for the commanders last year was not a problem. It was a big problem. So, you know, again, I have a lot of confidence in this ownership group and in, 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 uh, in the new GM. Um, I think Adam Peters is, is, was a, was actually a very good pickup. I, I just think that, um, you know, Dan Quinn is, uh, is an interesting choice, and, uh, and we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, well, I've, I've said this to him. I, I, I believe once you fall in love with uh, Peters, you've got to go along what he decides. That's right. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I agree. Like, you, you're right. You don't, you don't get, you don't get a, 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 a true world-class GM and then second-guess him at every choice. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's something, there's something that they see in this that um that is that that they like and they believe in and then they and they believe Quinn can bring a ring. Um, you know, to kinda like to, that. To <laughs> Quitting. Um got a ring to it. Yeah, it it does. It does. I think how he fills out the staff is gonna be vitally important. Um one hundred percent. Especially on the offensive side. Gov, I did have especially to ask you on the offensive side. I know how busy you are. If you need to run, I understand. But there was one no, more good. one more question I wanted to ask you about. One more Video I wanted to ask you about. Um, Uh-oh. Prior to Uh-oh. the Ravens kickoff, it looked like you were really enjoying tailgating with the with the guys, <laughs> with the people. And I, I here's all my question would be this: Are you the? I think you made history. Is my guess. I am guessing you were the first ever sitting governor to shotgun a beer at a football game in in United States history. Doubt that. Yeah, that, that I mean that's probably true. But you know what's so funny is that like it wasn't it wasn't like an intentional thing. Like we were hanging out and we were tailgating and I started shocking the beer and like we were just hanging out. And the next thing you know, I get to the stadium and, and the team is like, Hey Gov, you're trending. I'm like, For what? <laughs> what did I do now? <laughs> what was uh... and then I saw the video. So uh so I said, but I tell you what, man, the, the energy and that was really what was hard because, I mean, the energy in that stadium, everybody was just so ready to watch the Ravens go to the Super Bowl and, and really felt like, you know, we were there to, we were there to witness history. So, um, so we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to be back next year. But, yeah, we had, a, uh, we, had a, we had a good time. And then when I got back home, my wife was like, what in the world were you doing? <laughs> well, you know, I, got, I listened to a lot of stations. I was riding in the other day, and I heard you, and uh, that middle name – Omar? Omari. That's Omari. Right. All right. There we go. And and Mick, Vic tried to call you Mari, though. <laughs> but I got to You ran away from that uh, nickname thing. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> No, you they, know, they're I trying to get his nickname. He would not. He would not divulge the nickname. Just call him the Gov. <laughs> that's it. That's it. No, but you know, because because it, it is true. So my middle name, my middle, uh, I have two middle names: Watende and Omari. And and a lot of my family just call me Omari because uh, that's that's how that's how everybody knew me coming up, Omari. So I always say whenever whenever I'm with somebody or you hear someone say, "Hey, Omari." They like that's 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 old school. That's family who uh, who's who's saying that because that's how they knew me coming up. 
Gotcha. That was before the MVG. It was Omari. Got it. <laughs> That's uh. right. I'm rocking MVG now, though. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Um, I like that. So I, 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 I want you to know that that I was down on the field pregame before that Ravens Chiefs kickoff, and it was electric in there. It really was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the yeah. ovation when Mark Andrews came out, when Lamar sure. came out, it, it was it was exciting. Um, it was it's tough the way that game went. For you specifically with the video, somebody broke the code there. Like, if, if the Gov's hanging out and we're all enjoying ourselves, you don't take a video of it. You know what we do? We make them leave the cameras at the door. Yeah, man. Um, so know that you have our if, – if you're if we're ever hanging out, there will be no videos, sir. I no. promise Thank you. Because I agree. Videos are pictures. Was, my first question was, who violated the code, man? Somebody. What was – so – Somebody violated. So Carter <laughs> handles a lot of your press stuff. What did Carter say when he saw that video? You know, Carter loved it. Carter loved it. Carter, Carter's probably out there shotgunning with me. <laughs> um, all right. So last thing, you are the governor of Maryland. Tonight, yes, we have the whole radio station, all of 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 are all getting together in Bethesda in Maryland uh, for a big old party night. Yeah, and I think we got like four or five hundred listeners coming now. Gov, this event is sold out. All right, but if you Mm. want to come, we'll figure it out. I want to formally (laughs) extend you an invite to one hundred six seven The Fan versus nine eighty tonight. Wait, but why? Why? Why is my invite just coming? Uh, that was B Mitch was supposed to ask you last week. He must have forgot. No, no, no. I would just tell you straight up: we never know where you're going to be. That's true. (laughs) You're a busy man. You're welcome, though. Oh man! All right, look, you know what? I, I might, I might have to hit y'all up offline and uh, and, and get the details. Sure, that sure. sounds like fun. And Carter's welcome too. Uh, thank you, Governor. We like always fun. appreciate Thanks. your time, dude. Thanks, Gov. Hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Listen, this is a, this was a uh, this was a big week for the uh, for the day. Big moves uh, for the Commanders. Huge moves for the uh, for 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 the Orioles. Uh, so this is an exciting time, man. We keep on winning. I know, man. They got Lido's. We got Lido's. We got Lido's. <laughs> Thank you, Gov. Appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, right. man. Maryland Governor Wes Moore right there. We appreciate his time. I mean, what a dynamic personality, man. Yeah, man. He's, uh, he's real. Yeah. It, 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 it's what makes it fun. It's what makes it work is that it's just a real conversation. I had – dude, it's it's wild. At um, NBC4, they get – you know, because it's like a real news station. They get the, um, the schedules – Every day, I didn't know this, but the governor of Maryland, Virginia, and the the mayor of D.C., Mayor Bowser, every day they provide their full schedule to the news stations in town, right? And I guess this is just standard. Can you mm-hmm. imagine if we had to provide our schedules to a news station? Not I, doing I, that. I don't even know my schedule. But, hell, I don't know mine. You know, um, I, I'm impromptu as hell. Uh, Matt Glassman, one of the bosses at NBC4 the other day, is like, you know, I get Governor Moore's schedule every day, and it seems like he spends a lot of time with you and B-Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we're cool. Speaking of spending time with me and B-Mitch, keep doing it. One o'clock, phone line's open. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 It is a Scotty's Vodka Rebel Friday. Like something that I can't see. <laughs> like, a, like a dying goat. Um, all right. I want to go through some stuff. We're going to go around the room. Everybody, Jeff, put your oily headphones on. Um, rate if this matters or not. We're going to start with the fact the commanders hired a defensive head coach Jeffrey, scale of 1 to 10, does that matter? Not really. Appreciate that lengthy response, oh, Jeff. I'm, I'm trying to think what number. Four-hour program, buddy. I'm trying to think what number, bro. Okay, there we go. Um, it's about a 7 average. It's A, it's okay. Because we, we have to see what the staff going to be. I'm, I'm not going to you know, put my full thought process on how the team is going to turn out just because we got a defensive and a, or offensive guy. Well, in our case, a defensive guy. Like I said, I'm wait, I'm waiting and seeing. I don't want to come back to, you know, eat my words later on. Okay. I don't get how that's a 7 out of 10, but you, you've got your own scale, and I appreciate that, Jeff. Uh, Landini, they hired a defensive guy, scale of 1 to 10. How much does that matter? 10 being it's bad, by the way. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I think I would go like maybe a six. It's for me. It's kind of like I would I would have preferred an offensive guy. I think that some of the top coaches are um, offensive guys in the league. Some of the more highly regarded ones, but it's not like there are def- it, being a defensive coach kind of precludes you from success. There are successful defensive coaches, so this is what I would have preferred. But I'm I'm open to it. I, I what, did you give me a number there? Six. Six. Okay. B, where are you at? Uh, to be honest with you, since I know that they got Adam Peters and the ownership group is going to be behind the quarterback if they draft him, I look at it as relatively a non-factor, and I'm going to put it at what did you, from one to ten or zero to ten. You go to zero. Zero. Whatever you think. Okay. Um. All right. B is at zero. Says non-factor. I firmly believe there's a number of ways to build winners in the NFL. Mm -hmm. There is no better way. The the absolute best way is to have Patrick Mahomes 
or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning mm-hmm. or Joe Montana <clears throat> or Steve Young. Brett Favre was quite good. Like, the best way is to get a legitimate elite quarterback. That's also the rarest way. That's incredibly hard to find. That's incredibly hard to get. All right? There's also the way of building a really good roster and then having good players all over the field and coaching them well. The Niners way. I like that. Mm -hmm. I think the Packers have largely done that. I think the Steelers have largely done that. I think the Ravens have largely done that. Now, you you can argue that some of them have star quarterbacks, some of them don't, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you build an organization that is sustaining winning. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Washington's trying to do here. Yeah. Because it's but, an organizational thing. It's the, not it's, dependent. And, that, and that's the whole thing. So, also, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with you on this. You said the Steelers? Yeah. They have a defensive coach. Yeah. You said the Ravens? They have a defensive coach. We uh, That's what I'm saying. I, you look at Buffalo right now, defensive coach. But that, Buffalo's almost a perfect example why this specifically, I care a little bit more than it should have been offensive because I believe they're about to draft a kid at number two mm-hmm. to be the quarterback. But, and I, I, don't, I don't care so much. People get caught up in verbiage and all these systems. These, these guys can handle that. I would like a coach to... Be locked in with this quarterback. And I know what you're going to say. But that's what I'm saying. The head coach is not going to be locked in with the quarterback. I get that. The offensive coordinator will be locked in with the quarterback. And then also, probably the offensive coordinator will not work with him as much as the quarterback coach will. So he's three people removed as as a head coach. We know our offensive head coach is going to have the same issue a defensive head coach has. He's going to be running the football team, doing the other stuff. Josh Allen wasn't bad because of Sean McDermott. Josh Allen was bad early on because his offensive coordinator was no good. And they made that change. Yeah. I'm just saying, normally, I don't – the offense-defense thing, it's about finding the right guy in the right situation, and every situation's different. There's a pot for every pan or whatever the phrase is, right? Mm-hmm. No, a top for every pan. What is it? A, a top for every pot? Landfill? A lid for every pot. I think you're making this one up. None of us have ever heard I've never this before. Heard this in my life. It's a thing. It's a, like a raisins lid. in a potato salad. No one on the <laughs> no white person puts raisins in potato salad. I refuse that, no, to believe that. That is not true. <laughs> it, 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 you don't. <laughs> I do not. I think it's a lid for every pot. Yeah. Boom. A lid for every pot. That's my first time hearing that one, but I hope you have a lid. So there, some right? you know what I'm realizing sometimes? I think that might be a British thing. And I guess I grew up, my father was from Scotland. Like, I heard maybe some different things than other people. Yeah. I don't know. You did. Um, or, the, or the voices in my head say different things. Who knows? We would have said top. We're not going to say lead. Um, I am I'm at 6 out of 10. I think it matters here because they're about to draft a rookie quarterback. All right. Uh, another one. We start with Jeffrey like we always do. Jeff, does it matter to you? And he's coming from Dallas. All right, man, honest, no. Because somebody people got to get their jobs, their their chances anywhere, you know? They they didn't pick there. Maybe they was just hired there, you know, trying to just get a he was trying to get a second chance at a defensive position. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna let that I'm gonna let the Ashburn syndrome go. I'm gonna say no. It don't matter. 
Uh, Landini? Uh, it, it doesn't bother me that it's from the Cowboys specifically, like, it, because they're, you know, the rivals, but it does kind of bother me that the defense kind of sucked at the end of the season. That bothers me. In the last game? Yeah. Okay. I mean, 14 of those points were pick sixes. Yeah. He didn't give I, up. I, he I didn't give up 50. I'm far more concerned <laughs> that the only play everybody remembers from that Seahawks Super Bowl loss was when Russ threw the pick at the goal line. Uh-huh. They gave up 14 in the fourth quarter to let New England back in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you want a Dan Quinn critical playoff loss, I'm not even bringing up the big one, the 28-3. to I'm bringing up that one. Mm-hmm. Um, As far as the Cowboys thing to me, I don't care. If anything, you should be happy because I think it makes the Cowboys worse. I, I think he's been a big part of the Cowboys' defensive success. Um. That's a non-starter to me. I, I get that people feel differently. I remember as the same a, people that feel differently is probably married to a cowboy fan, walking hand in hand into the stadium with a cowboy fan, best friends with a cowboy fan. What difference does it really make? I, I'm with you. I remember <laughs> as a kid when, frankly, I think the rivalry mattered a lot more, and when they hired Norv Turner, that that mattered, and they still hired Norv Turner. You know what I mean? Um, I remember people being kind of grumpy about that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he did bring, try to bring a whole damn team with him, too. Right. So. Some of the ones that we didn't want. All right. Um, in classic Jeff fashion, he's been leading us off on all these topics, and he left. Is he coming back? It, he might be going to pick up some food. Well, maybe we should also point something out. Uh, Jeff's allergic to shellfish, and he ate some shrimp. So we're also not sure how well he well, seems be okay. Jeff is allergic to shellfish. I think Jeff don't know what he's allergic to. That's fr- that gumbo I brought in here had shrimp in it. He didn't stop eating it. Well, and I he think- said, "Oh, I didn't eat the shrimp." You think when you cook shrimp in some gumbo, it doesn't have the shrimp stuff all in it? Yeah, like the shrimp juice. Yeah. Um, we'll start with landfill, and I don't know how real of a discussion this is. I don't know what to make of this term. I think the term is overused. <sighs> We'll start here. Do you consider Dan Quinn a retread landfill? I mean, from the basic point of that he used to be a head coach and and then he got fired and now he's head coach again. Yes, um, I don't. It doesn't bother me that much that they went that direction because I was looking at initially. I was kind of upset that they didn't go out and try to find somebody new, but I went back and I looked at some of the more successful. Uh, coaches in the league for the last 20 years, and a lot of them were guys that were on their second or third head coaching job. You have like Andy Reid, um, Tom Coughlin, Bill Belichick, Tom Coughlin, mm-hmm. Pete Carroll, a lot of guys. Now, there are a lot of guys that get a second job and stink yes. also. That's like, true. Adam Gase shouldn't have gotten a first, let alone a second. Herm Edwards was terrible in his second. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, dude, Ron Rivera wasn't very good in his second. We just got done with that. Yeah, I just think... But there were people that were good, so we can't lean all the way with the ones that Tony Dungy, Mike not, Shanahan, and not lean towards the ones that are positive. Tony got John fired. John Gruden. Tony got fired and then went to the. What's, Tony got fired, had built a great team. John got a Super Bowl for Tony's team. Tony still went up to uh, Indianapolis and won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I think you could point out a million really good examples, and you can point out a whole lot of bad examples, and to me, it just shows. It's all about the coach and Kubiak. the situation. Yeah. I mean, Gary Kubiak gets the 
So they fired John Fox, who's another one of these guys that, oh, all he did was go to two Super Bowls with two different organizations. But you fire John Fox. Kubiak gets that job, who's an offensive guy, this and that. Von Miller and that defense were out of their minds, and they won a Super Bowl. Does that make Gary Kubiak a better coach? He was probably the same guy he was in Houston, but he's got a ring. Yeah. You know what so I mean? So, in like, other words, instead of worried about the coach's staff that was the coach record that was prior, let's look at how, what kind of team we're going to have built for him. And that, that, that all falls in the hands of the one person that I think 90% of the people were happy about or higher. Adam Peters. You know who if was, he constructs the right team, that should help this team out, right? You know who was in Denver when they won that Super Bowl with Gary Kubiak? Quinn? Adam Peters. Peters? He was their director of college scouting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Alert. Major news. I think it's some food somewhere close to the rooster here. That is interesting. The rooster is in the building, as is a gigantic bag of Popeyes. We will figure it all out. I do want to talk to Roos Dizzle, though. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Anywhere. Just involved in this song. Uh... You, you've heard this a thousand times at yes, Redskins games. I have. And what was your guess? 50 Cent. Jeff, do you want to handle that? Take this man microphone away from him. 
Are you familiar with Little John's work? Uh, I, you know, I've heard a lot of artists that are named Lil or Little. <laughs> I, they all kind of just mix together. I mean, you know, the only... I, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Lils and a little <laughs> Lil Babies and Lil Johns and little Jeff, do you want to handle this? You know. Rooster. Lil, Lil How Je- do you not Lil know? Jeffs. To the windows! To the walls! Jeff, I've got things to do. Rooster, I mean, I've sing got the next verse things. of that song. Turn down for what? We got to stop this, JP. No more rooster and music. <laughs> That's all they sing. Let's go this to turn let, down for what? Let's go to what you may be more of an expert in. Yes, Dan I don't know Quinn. About that. Um, you've been you've been saying this is a real thing. Yeah, uh, you've been trumpeting it. Also, yeah, it's here. Um, it's here. We had Logan Paulson on earlier, who I explained heard. why why he thinks this is a really good hire. Mm-hmm. Uh, explain why you think this is a really good hire. Well, I mean, obviously, Logan has a perspective that I don't have, which is he played for the guy, right? But you know this. I know this. I mean, we've. I think we've all talked about this. You talk to anyone around the NFL that has known and has been connected, you know, whether they're in San Francisco, Atlanta, Dallas, uh, wherever, Seattle, they love Dan Quinn. And it doesn't matter, as some fans have said, oh, the team that knew him best, Seattle, bypassed him for Mike McDonald. First of all, he hadn't worked in Seattle in 11 years. Uh, just because they they knew him doesn't mean and, and wasn't a guarantee that they were going to hire him. And that doesn't mean that he's not a good choice for the commanders. And just because he may not have been the publicly perceived top choice, that doesn't mean he wasn't a top choice for the commanders. JP, you know this. I know this. You know, uh, I, I, I mean... <laughs> I said yesterday, I think it was with you guys, but maybe it was my own show. I can't remember. Starts at two. Yes. Dan Quinn was thinking about being the commander's head coach before the end of the regular season. He came into that final day of the regular season wanting to be the commander's head coach or very interested, to say the least. And now, but, that doesn't but, mean that doesn't he mean he also was very interested in being a head coach. That's fine, but this one, from what I've heard and what I've been told by people I, close to him, hear, he I, wanted this bad. I hear and 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 well, they wanted him bad enough to fire Ron Rivera at what eight o'clock in the morning that Monday, and by ten o'clock in the morning, maybe even earlier, before it leaked out, Dan Quinn was on the interview list. You know, so I mean, for everybody, make oh, he was the fourth choice or the fifth choice or the he wasn't the top choice. Again, all of that was kind of perceived and 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 publicly perceived and thought and and maybe and whatever about Ben Johnson and other candidates. And I'm not saying that that wasn't fair, but the that doesn't make Dan Quinn the fourth choice here. So I don't know. I mean, I, there's no guarantee. Obviously, it's going to work. But the energy, the leadership, the personality, the schematic adjustments. I think. And and B, I don't know what you think. I mean, going from cover three and aggressive press uh, at the line of scrimmage with those cornerbacks, Brandon Browner and Richard Sherman in Seattle, to a mix of that in Atlanta, where he didn't have the Legion of Boom, to what he's done in Dallas, which is more man coverage and more and moving Micah around like you know, like a chess piece. I mean, he ain't playing checkers; he's playing chess. What I love specifically of the Micah thing is he slipped in the draft because people weren't sure where to play him, mm-hmm. and rather than let that be a problem, yeah. 
Quinn leaned into it and, and plays them everywhere. Right. I love – I want my – I think the best coaches take what they have I agree. and build a system for what they have. I agree. What have we discussed a lot about this team? You take guys and you want them to play something they never played before. Yeah. Correct. He yeah. takes guys and utilizes them in what they can do. That's fair. That's I, cool. Man. And, and I mean, I'm not wrong about the kind of transition schematically, right, about yeah. – about Dan, I mean, he can play match. I mean, he can play zone. He can play man, which he did a lot in Dallas, more than most. Um, what I know, noticed about him, he's not tied to a certain right, exactly, scheme. Exactly. Which I think is going to benefit. And that made me want to hire him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to benefit the kind of talent that they have that he's inheriting that we assume is going to be part of the puzzle. Now, I have no idea what's going to happen with Kendall Fuller. He's a free agent. I have no idea what's going to happen with Cam Curl, a free agent. They don't. They They have... You know, basically Andre Jones and 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 KJ Henry, Henry under contract right. at defensive end. I don't know if they're going to trade Jonathan Allen. I, I mean, you know, I don't think so. Probably not. I, I mean, probably not. I think John's an emotional dude and has emotional reactions in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think John loves it here. He's from here. His yeah. wife's family's from here. Like, I, I just, I, I, I think he'll. I think once the emotions settle down and you move forward, I think he's all in on. The rebuild and getting this thing back on track. Yeah. Um, if everything in the financial is all right, of course, sure. Well, um, that, yeah, that that's a big question. I, I love like, doing I don't the radio make a, show as long as the financials are all right, right? <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to. I, I mean, no offense to John Allen, a great guy, whatever leader, this, that, and the other. I don't want to have to make another commitment to you know to keep him happy. I, I mean, I hope he's okay with being here under his current contract. I, I hope. We'll cross that bridge when he's not the surprise guest at our event tonight. That's How a good that? point. Um, <laughs> Rooster just kicking Hornets' nest for no reason. I said I hope. All right. Um, what is far more important than any of this, who's going to run the offense? Uh, the name that I was told and has been have been told, that's <laughs> B-Mitch. Yeah, B-Mitch is going to be dialing it up on the chalkboard. Um, besides Brian Mitchell, the number one candidate that I've heard, and and again, just candidate option, like what Dan Quinn is looking at, is Clint Kubiak of the San Francisco 49ers, Same. their passing game Same coordinator, uh, and and Gary Kubiak's son. But but that doesn't mean that that's definitely going to happen. I know there's a lot but of rumors we'll out there about though. Chip Kelly and so on and so forth, but and maybe Brian Greasy. So we'll see. I think you try to get a try to pluck a couple people out of San Fran and build a staff around them. I think. Um, <laughs> One interesting... How about bringing Leonard Hankerson back here? Hank, time. Hey, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of interesting ways it'll it'll break down. Um, I, I asked the boys this. We went around the room and all commented on it. Um, does it does it matter to you? They chose a defensive coach over an offensive coach. Of course not. No, I've been even though they're going to draft that. a quarterback at two, it makes no difference to me. Okay, does it matter to you that they hired somebody from the freaking Dallas Cowboys? I like that better because you hurt them and help yourself all at the same time. Is Dan Quinn a retread? No. He's an experienced former head coach. Does it matter to hire somebody that has been a head coach already? Yes, I think it does. Especially when you have new owners, first-time GM, and probably a rookie quarterback. My stance, I think retread takes on this really negative connotation, which is unfair. I agree. He, I mean, it is his second time coaching a team. It is. but And you go through the list, and you can rattle off Parcells, Coughlin, Belichick, 
Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. You you can rattle off the good Todd ones. Bowles. You can rattle off the bad ones. Yeah. Uh, Ron here. Yeah. Um, but there was Herb plenty Edwards, of first time bad ones Adam too. Adam Gase. Yeah. Right. There, I'm plenty look, of first time bad ones. If you let me finish, yeah. I'm Sorry. not taking a shot at your boy. Yeah. Relax. I know. I'm saying the coach is what matters. Not, <laughs> Landfill's not, getting mad. Not what they've done before. Uh-huh. Like every situation. You know what players tell you? You know what players care about most? The situation they're walking into. Is it a? Is the building functional? Mm. Do they? Does it function at a high level? Is it toxic? Does everybody hate each yeah. other? Or or three of the receivers chasing the same woman? Like all those things are what players yeah. care about. I don't think they worry about the three people chasing because that happens naturally. <laughs> right, but then are they fist fighting about it and yelling about it? Like things uh, nah, happen. Nah, nah, we gonna have a kangaroo court and tell them don't let nobody come between the teams. I'm just I mean, saying. I mean, everything I've heard, good th- teams operate like that. Not every game is good. The The situation is what matters. If Dan is the right guy yeah. for this situation, mm-hmm. I think largely hinges on how good of personnel Adam Peters can put together. Sure, absolutely. And 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 that's something to keep in mind when people say he's Ron Rivera 2.0. No, he's not. He's not going to have full control. He reinvented himself as a defensive thing. coordinator. He's not going to have full control. Yeah. Also, I see now to where the mindsets are in tune. From the, from yeah. the owner yeah. no, to the you're GM. Right. Now to the coach. I don't that buy makes a difference to me. I don't buy he reinvented himself. He had different personnel and and he deployed different schemes. Good. I like that. But let's not make it like he's a different person than he was in Atlanta or Seattle. All right, maybe bad terminology. But, but you I know like, you know what I'm trying to say. But I like that he they just have a coach that's in charge right. of coaching yeah. and being a leader, and then they've got somebody else that I believe is competent and perhaps highly freaking competent picking the players. I I I one thousand percent agree. First time, long time. I think it might work, even with Dan Quinn, which wouldn't have been my first hire. And that's fine. I mean, you know, there. Look, did you did it bother you that they ultimately talked to Belichick? I, I don't know. Like this kind of slept under the radar yesterday. I was talking about this. Nobody seemed to care. Like every all the denials, all the screaming from Nothing the whoever it was in the Harris camp. To a guy with six Super Bowl wins. Yeah, right. I I mean, seven. like, but some seven, people six, six, six. Tom got seven. Yeah, right. We got to yeah. go. You have a show yes. in about 90 seconds. I have a show. No, I have a show, too. Um, Remember? What's your deal tonight? <laughs> uh, going to be on stage, and I'm probably going to get ripped to shreds. Who do you think is going to be the drunkest person in Bethesda Theater? <sighs> well, if Landfill was actually going, it would probably be him. because I he's, think Landfill he's might a sneaky be the drunk. drunkest person involved, yeah. but he won't be at the theater. I, 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 have no I, I have no idea what it's going to take to get Landfill to an event. Um, it's not going to be me because I got a long drive home. So. Word is it might be Matt Essig, your producer. It's possible. It's possible. He was pretty drunk at the uh, uh, you know Josh Harris party there. Uh, that was what, what, what did we call that? Um, Burgundy and sold. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Rooster Nagy Show boys. starts in eighty seconds. <laughs> See you tonight. <laughs> Thank you, boys. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Phone lines open now. Ask B. Mitch anything, and we can talk Dan Quinn. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.